Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. My name is Bones, and as always, joined by Rob and Cat. What's going on, guys? Not too much. Whew. What a fucking week we had, huh? Yeah. Good times. Some backlash. We yelled out <laughs> on Twitter. It's like a life in the day of Rob Humphrey. I don't like this very much. <laughs> yep. Uh, we knew that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for anybody who's listening to this, their first time listening, we are fresh off of the first round of, the, well, not even the first round, the first side of the bracket for our Murder Madness tournament. And uh, we're going to be covering the second side of the first round of this bracket today. But man, did we have some, I, I'm, I still can't get over some of it. Yeah, some of it, it was it was pretty crazy, but that's what happens. I mean, this is these people are battling it out for the Lord Humphrey Cup, and that's <laughs> you know it's a valued prize. Cat, correct me if I'm wrong. He took his name off that, didn't he? Uh, you tried to take his name off of it, I believe, is what happened, right? <laughs> no, after the Jason thing, he removed his name from the oh, cup. Yeah, 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 you did. Oh after no, the I decided that I, I'm not going to do that anymore. Oh. I'm going to keep oh. on it. Lucky us, right? Yeah. <laughs> Are you still paying Mountain Dew three hundred dollars to put a sticker on it? <laughs> no, I. If they want to pay me three hundred bucks, though, we can talk. Oh. I did. Uh, I did Twitter polls for the first round or the first side. You uh, did. Do you have yeah. those handy? I do have them handy, but we can go over them whatever you want. Let's go over them now. Fuck it. All right. Uh. So let's see. The uh. Twitter. Agreed with us that Patrick Bateman would uh, top Jeremy Melton. Right. That was a 78 to 22%. <laughs> okay. Um, they also agreed that Ash would beat Mary Mason. The, yeah. Uh, Ash got 95% of the vote. Wait. I think I was the other five because I, I think that was the one. That I, it was either Mary Mason or the, I, I tried to answer all of the polls. There was one that, like, while I was scrolling, I clicked the wrong thing accidentally. Um, and I, it, did anyone vote for Jeremy Melton? That actually might've been the one I, there was one I voted for the wrong thing accidentally and I felt really dumb, but, uh, yeah, Jeremy Melton got 22% of the vote. That's my problem. How'd Mary Mason get so little? Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. You know how I can tell you guys that the people who listen to the show are crazy. But, but Mary Mason got so little, less than ten percent, and Jeremy Melton, <laughs> really. Um, right. they uh, Chucky beat uh, it was it Kayoko? Yeah. Uh, with seventy three percent of the vote. Um, this is uh this one hurts, Cat. The uh, the Twitter audience uh, agreed that the Leprechaun would beat mm. Santa Claus yeah. eighty four uh. to sixteen. Oh, mm. that hurts. Mm. Yeah, I did still vote for Santa Jaws. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they took Laurie Strode over Amanda Young, just like we did. What was the percentage of that one? 58-42. That's about where we were with it, too. Yeah, yeah, it was close. Yeah. Okay. Um, they also went with Hannibal Lecter to beat Norman Bates. Of course. Yeah. got 87% of the vote. They took Victor Crowley over the director. So... I uh, can I just comment on that really fast? I do think that moving forward, because last time we we struggled a little bit with how to rank the director. I I do think that it should just be like a one v one against a monster, but they do have to make it like through the cabin experience. I think that's the thing. Uh, I I don't know one v one. You know, like I, I I think she should have a few. That's her. That's in her bag. I, I think she should have her team. I think they should be able to, like, she should have the chem department. She should, like, have everyone influencing and setting things up. But they just have to make it through the cabin. Yeah, I mean, that that's 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 a lot more fair, but... Yeah, I, I, I think I that's know. more fair. Like, I... Because I, I felt a little bit bad about that. I, I still would have voted for the director, but I... You know, <laughs> having, like, the full gauntlet, I, I think, was a little bit... Right, right. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, too, when you're just scrolling through your Twitter feed and you see Victor Crowley, <laughs> you're going to probably vote for Victor Crowley, you know? Yeah, the the problem so the problem with setting up these polls is there's a, a very tight character limit on yeah, the uh, on what you're allowed to enter for poll entries on Twitter. Right. Um, so it wasn't like I could really break it down, you know? Mm. <laughs> no, I, well... No, of course, but I mean for for us moving forward, since the director right. made it, I think. All right. To make it a little bit more fair, because I. That being said, I do think we should get to choose what what goes up against the person. Uh, yeah, we, we we cross that bridge when we get to it. All yeah, right, yeah, I think. We'll I mean, we, we could, and I I think I don't remember exactly off the top of my head because now, obviously, since we went through that side, we can see ne their next round matchups. Yeah, and I think it was extremely lopsided anyway, so we probably got a good four weeks before we right. have to worry about that, baby. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, they took the thing to beat Samara. What the hell? Yeah, 58% voted for the thing. Well, yeah. that's close, though. Yeah, it was very close. Come on, guys. I don't know. Um, they, they took the three to beat the animals. I can see that. Yeah. The three that was very close. The three won with fifty three percent of the vote. That was us too. It's close. Um, uh, they did not have nearly uh, any sort of issue deciding that Freddie would beat Leatherface. Mm. <laughs> Freddie got ninety three percent of the vote. God damn. Yeah. I I even told you guys, and I love Freddie. I didn't even think it was that close. Yeah. I mean that that distant rather. This is uh, anticlimactic, but there was a tie between the collector and Ghostface. Get out of here, Frilly. Yeah, 50%. 50-50. <laughs> uh, Beetlejuice. They took Beetlejuice over the Babadook. 
Well, that's dumb. <laughs> that's another one where you're scrolling through. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, well... It was close. 57% for Beetlejuice. All right. Okay. Uh. Um, the most hotly contested of the first round matches. I want to hear uh, this one. Pinhead against Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. Uh, dead even split. 50-50. No way! <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, and again, just while we're on the topic, I, I would like to on air uh, publicly apologize. I misled our audiences. I said uh, incorrectly that Pinhead had never died. I'd been drinking. It's been a long time since <laughs> I've seen the Hellraiser sequels. Um, I do sometimes, and this is, I, I think I'm worse about this with Hellraiser than any other franchise, where I sometimes confuse, like, book and comic lore with the movie canon. Pinhead has died on screen. Uh, there was a thing about him uh, being Spencer. That There was, like, an origin story arc. I will say... I never felt, uh, and I, I don't think I've actually seen all of the Hellraiser sequels since I was, like, in high school. It's been a while for me, too. But I never felt like Pinhead was as convincingly dead as Jason was. Like, I felt Jason had been defeated more convincingly more times, and I did not portray that accurately. So for everyone else... Uh, so for everyone that was listening last week, I would like to apologize for that. I would like to correct that. Accuracy is important to me. I still think there's no contest Pinhead wins. <laughs> like, hands down, I... But I will... Um, I've also been drinking today, but I will try to be more <laughs> accurate about my feelings regarding this moving forward. Uh, I think in light of this new information, guys, we need to start all over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, let's do that. You know... <laughs> I've never had anything, and we're at like close to 180 episodes of this show, and I've been on every, over that really, <laughs> if you count bonuses, I've been on every fucking single one of them. I've never had anything travel past when this fucking, <laughs> when these headphones get off, like this has with me. I laid in bed at night thinking about this that night, and you know... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by my decision on Pinhead too, and I'm right there. I'm like forty nine point nine to fifty point one. It's so close. I will say this: I think it was just a matchup thing. And as amazing as Jason is, see, if it would have been Victor Crowley versus Pinhead, I might have been a little more. I probably would have picked Victor Crowley. I just think Jason is too slow moving of a thing and Pinhead would take advantage of that. If he had someone like Victor Crowley who's going to charge and attack like at a million percent, that's different. You know, Jason's going to, you know, slug his way over there, take it in the ass, and it might, I, I don't know if he would have enough time to get to Pinhead. You're discounting remake Jason who did run. Uh, yeah, I know, but... Even at that, you know, like those chains come out like I don't know, like Jason is more like he'll let you do stuff until he gets tired of it. But if he, that might be too late with somebody like Pinhead, I don't know. It, it was such a hard. I'm still not positive on it. Don't get me wrong. I don't know. <laughs> it truly, truly haunted me. And I do want to point out that that Pinhead's death was more of a demotion. I am. I'm still pretty sure Cenobites can only be hurt by other Cenobites. 
That being said, I am in the process of rewatching the sequels again so that by the time he comes around on a bracket, I can be more factually sound. But I'm still pretty sure it would take a Cenobite to kill Pinhead. Well, I do not envy you watching those sequels because they suck. Some of them did, yeah. Some of them are not good. <laughs> yeah, I, I I did plan on. I knew we had a little time before we get to that road again, and I do plan on rewatch because it's been a minute for me too. Like Hellraiser just isn't something. Uh, I think normal human beings just casually put on to watch. It's weird because I watched the original a lot, but I I didn't even realize until um I was reading some of the comments about the episode like how long it's been since I've seen the sequels. Yeah, me too. Well, what's done is done. Yeah. Yeah. 50-50, though. Wow. Yeah, if it came out 50-50. That's impressive. That's amazing. Uh, they did take Carrie over Buffalo Bill, 86-14. to 14. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sweeney Todd over Brenda, 92-80. to 80. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, to 8. Oh, that's fucked up now. Yeah. And, and shout out to our boy Nesto. I don't think I got around to I did see all he went through our shit, man. I didn't get to read it all and I wanted to respond to it with the respect it deserved and I haven't had the time. He I'm with him, man. He was on Team Brenda and I do not think it's that that you know, that decidedly. I, I don't. Yeah. Um they did take uh Michael Myers over payment, uh sixty nine thirty one. What? Yep. What's wrong with people? And that's the last one I had, so that must have All been right. it. So we we were for the most part on par with our listeners. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Oh shit. I think they got the easiest ones off though, is the strangest <laughs> part. That's weird. Oh yeah. Um, well, speaking of the infamous Jason Pinhead debacle, we are still accepting voicemails, guys, and I know we skipped over it last week, but um, we kind of have one that, that uh, is very appropriate and I feel needs to be heard. And Is Cat's mom going to cuss us out? Uh-huh. Is Cat's mom calling to cuss us out? Not this I time. I imagine oh. someone else is calling to cuss me out, if I had to guess. <laughs> yeah, kind of, sort of. To be honest, I'm uh, a little scared of my life if we don't play this this week. So, you know, this, <laughs> this, this one's getting forced through the, the newswire here. Uh, guys, if you do want to leave a voicemail for the show, trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. The number is 917-397-KILL. That's 917-397-5455. And uh, you can leave a voicemail for the show. And anything horror-related you want to discuss, anything about the show, anything related to the horror topic you want, if you just want to vent about shit, <laughs> like how our next <laughs> voicemail is going to be, uh, be just go ahead. Feel free. Like if you're sitting in traffic and the guy in front of you pisses you off, you know, call and vent about it, and then ask us something more related. Why not? <sighs> so here is the uh, the voicemail for this week. Listen here, you highly evolved vaginal. <laughs> you think that fucking <laughs> Pinhead can beat Jason in a fight? Wrong. Pinhead is a demon of sense. He had barely even fights at all. The second he tries to tempt Jason with anything, he would just get fucking wrecked because Jason would just punch through his goddamn chest and rip his heart out. There's no end. He hasn't shown any aptitude in fighting at all. He would just be there, and the only thing he could offer would basically be anybody who wants to fucking get their dick off. Oh. It's, 
just like you people to just fucking pick your own narrative. Oh, Tin has a Cenobite. He would win. Jason has fucking come back from the dead, escaped from hell. He has been unstoppable. The fact that you think he can beat him is utterly fucking ridiculous. It's just like your goddamn narrative with Victor Crowley versus the director. Victor can't leave his swamp. The director would have to come to him. Do you think he would fucking spend all the time to get the goddamn redneck torture zombies and fornicus the Lord of Pain into a bus to go down there and fight him? Wrong. He would show up with maybe a, with maybe a kill squad. And we've all seen what happens when armed people come after you. You are all stupid. The only person with any goddamn sense is Rob, and it fucking kills me to say that. You need to get your shit <laughs> on yeah, right. right for week two, or you're going to have all legitimacy of this bracket tournament ruined. Get it right, or I'm coming for you. Love you. I are Chris. <laughs> okay, first of all, Chris, uh, the the Lord oh. of Pain's name from Cabin in the Woods is Fornicus. Thank you. <laughs> no, uh, th- those were some some um valid and eloquent criticisms. Eloquent. <laughs> okay, this would put it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Pinhead also like has has come back not only from hell multiple times, like, he survived being human and promoted to demon multiple times? Like, I I don't know. <sighs> I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think Chris was right about everything, especially the part about me being the only one with any sense. Mm. <laughs> I do love the backhanded compliment to Rob. Rob, you're gonna leave out that it kills him to say it? <laughs> And then we don't have to mention everything the man said. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That was my favorite part. <laughs> I can't compliment to Rob. But, I mean, there is, I'm on the fence with it. You know, Cat feels strongly one way. Rob feels strongly one way. I am, like, smack dab in the middle. I'm a casual. You know, it's a shame, my position, that I've been forced to take. But, I mean, I see Chris's points. I see both points. And it's hard. This thing isn't going away for a while. This <laughs> is not. And I see a Jason Pinhead episode in the in the future of this show, so that should be fun. I don't know. We really need Roger to call in and let us know what he thinks. <laughs> oh, no, we don't. No! That Was that the first bleep by a voicemail, by the way? Oh, no, Bobby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bobby, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah it was Bobby. Bobby's always the first bleep for some. Chris is going to get mad. He's really having a hard time on these bleep things. <laughs> yeah, as Kat said, that was very eloquent, Chris. Great, great job. <laughs> and uh, anyone else uh, who wants to call the show and leave a voicemail, feel free. We'd appreciate it if you didn't have a potty mouth like uh, Mr. Chris there. But, you know, shit happens. Chris is going to be Chris. That, that that is very true. We wouldn't have him any other way. I, another thing too, like he he threatens our lives practically. Calls us. Uh, what did he say? Uh, evolved vaginal. D- and then at the <laughs> end, like love you, bye. Like what the? Yeah. Hell? <laughs> Only Chris. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you guys want to get into the news? Yeah, let's do it. It's time to hump the news with Rob. He's not a genius. <sighs> I don't know how to fuck this got in here. <laughs> this is, you got to go to slasherradio.com right now. It is the most important thing you will ever read. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. 
<sighs> you know, I've been put in this damn pinhead position with Jason and all the and, and now <laughs> this on top of everything yeah. else. Yeah. Which one of these fucking things glow in the dark? Uh, I, the glow in the dark ones aren't in the picture. Oh, the, I, not all the socks could make the pictures because um, some of them were dirty. I had worn <laughs> them, and I wasn't gonna take pictures of dirty socks. I feel like all of them are dirty. <laughs> Guys, we're. I am unfortunately talking about an article up on SlasherRadio.com, which was an interview with Rob Humphrey <laughs> for Pure Sock Value, his yeah. sock collection. A hell of a job by Cat. Excellent reporting. Thank you. Wait, <laughs> <sighs> uh, like, does my life even matter anymore? <laughs> you know, does my existence even mean anything in life? We're trying to help you bring content to the site. I mean, you, even the buzzwords of, of the sock market is really hot. It's like, <laughs> they keep your ear to the ground. What the yeah. hell? I know Nesto said something about that, too. He's like, what do you mean the sock market's hot or whatever? He was mocking me for saying that. But think about this. I want to ask you guys right now. Who do you know who doesn't buy socks? This is true. It's a hot market. Other than you, I don't know anyone who spends as much money as you do on a single pair of socks. Oh, no. They're not that expensive. I can get, like, 12 socks. I feel like this is a little bit off topic, because they're not any of uh, my, like, Halloween socks or anything. I am currently wearing a $27 pair of socks, but they're insulated. I don't own a $27 pair of socks. They're, like, insulated knee-high socks. Cat so I don't get man. cold in my office. Damn. <laughs> but I, I did feel a little bit guilty uh, not stepping in there because I, I am currently wearing very expensive socks. I feel like Kat lives a much fancier life than me. She's all got right. an office and $27 <laughs> socks. <laughs> yeah, mad scientist coffee setup. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, my office is a walk-in closet that I converted into an office because my clothes aren't fancy enough to justify having a walk-in closet. But, uh... Well, damn, I don't have a walk-in closet either. Well, damn. And where do you keep all your office supplies? Where do you keep all your socks? Is the real uh, question. They, I take up an entire dresser drawer and they might spill into a second one soon. Great. Well, if you wanted to see Rob's socks, if, if you were clamoring for that... I mean, you two really <laughs> planned this entire thing, and I had no idea. And there's pictures taken and all. Like, the more I look at it, the more it pisses me off. I can't believe that you guys did this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ghostbusters. Unbelievable. There they In all their glory. I guess go check out Rob's socks. Yep, I was wearing that uh, those They Live socks today, actually. Those are the ones I wore today. Moving along. I, unbelievable. <laughs> uh, there is an Art the Clown action figure that is up for pre-order at Trick or Treat Studios, and this thing's pretty cool, guys. What do you think? It looks pretty cool. Yeah. What what are they selling it for? Seven hundred dollars? I don't. Well, know. it doesn't have a Mountain Dew tattoo, so. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! I just seen it. Guess how much they're selling this for? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Fifty bucks. One twenty. 130. Wow. <laughs> I'm getting better. You How are. tall is it? Like, what's the size? Uh, oh, 12 inches tall. 12 inches tall. Uh, 
Oh, wait a minute. Uh, the images below. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought it came with this stuff. Okay, you can also get an Arthur Clown mask, costume, and enamel pin. Who knows what those are called? Could I just get the enamel pin? Cause I don't know. That would be nice. Yeah, I, I don't know why it's so much money. This is ridiculous. But I mean, guys, go check out check it out at uh, Trick or Treat Studios. It does look cool. You know, it comes with a little handsaw and um, uh, like surgical supplies and shit. You can change out the hands. It's it, it's high quality and all that. I, I wouldn't pay one hundred thirty dollars. That's a lot of socks. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, and I love Art the Clown too. Why they gotta price them? Yeah, no, it's uh, these things are always expensive. It seems like. Yeah, but one hundred and twenty. I mean, it it could be. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, oh! I thought that said thirty pounds. I was gonna say what the fuck. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, moving along, Jurassic World: uh, The Ride in Universal Hollywood is getting a massive upgrade. Because Universal Studios and they're opening up on April 16th. That is a Friday, and uh, I, I think they picked a perfect fucking ride to upgrade if they were going to do something like that. I mean, it makes sense. They were closed all this time. You might as well have something new for people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that it's a at least they were able to do something cool with the time that they were down. Right. Yeah. Um. I've never ridden a Jurassic World ride, so I don't know what the old one was like. Yeah, I don't know either, but it looks like they're in a giant-ass raft mm-hmm. uh, or something. And two dinosaurs. About to fall off a cliff. Right. This thing looks badass. Rob, would you go on that? No. No? <laughs> no. Not if it goes down that big old cliff like that. Yeah. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. I- I'm, I might be thinking of the wrong ride. I remember there was a Jurassic Park ride at Universal when I was a kid um, that, like, really scared the crap out of me. I was very traumatized. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But I didn't, like, the last time I was there, I uh, took my cousins there a couple summers ago. And um, I don't remember them having, I, I remember they had the dinosaurs, they had, like, an exhibit, but I don't remember there being, like, a new ride for Jurassic World specifically. So maybe I just didn't get there, or, uh, hmm. I don't know. I'm pretty sure, because I, I remember something like that, too. I went to Universal Studios when I was young, and uh, I'm pretty sure they upgraded it, because I have seen videos, which is really fucking cool. They have a raptor outside of it, which, you know, you can go up to it, and, you know, it's, like, interactive and all that stuff. So I'm pretty sure they upgraded it. I am not a roller coaster guy at all. You will not get me on one. But this, like water, I'll I'll do it. I, I would go on this. But the the rides at Universal aren't really like roller coasters, right? Right. They're yeah, that's, you know. That's why I'm down with uh, Universal. I can handle their shit. Roller coasters? Uh uh-uh, uh. No. <laughs> no, nah, I don't do roller coasters either. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Will not got time for on. that. Final Destination Three? No. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I saw that shit. That's a documentary in my mind. <laughs> uh, next up, Steve Yun is in talks to join a Jordan Peele project for Universal. I mean, I'm a huge Walking Dead fan, or I was a huge Walking Dead fan. I appreciate it, maybe at best now. Uh, Steve Yun is amazing. Glenn was a great character, and him mixed with the, a mind like Jordan Peele, I'm there for that. 
I mean, look, I, anything Jordan Peele does, I'll watch. I don't know who the hell this guy is. What? Wait, what? Rob. I didn't watch Walking Dead, man. We've been over this. Who's <laughs> Glenn? <laughs> All right. I like that every time you guys have this argument, it's a different character, but it's always that's always the <laughs> argument. It's just like, hi. Yeah. It's Glenn, well, but it's Negan. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's it's the biggest characters. Like, the you don't remember when the whole fucking world was mad that they thought Glenn died? No, I don't care what the world's mad about. I don't even know what the hell to say to you anymore. How do you not know Glenn? I didn't watch the show. Jeez. Right. Uh, one of our listeners, Amanda, is going to be pissed at you for that. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. No! Letting you know. Uh, last thing I wanted to mention, though, Don Mancini is teasing Chucky material from the upcoming Chucky TV series. And he revealed the title for the first episode of the of the uh, upcoming season, and it's called "Death by Misadventure." All right, I don't know. I mean, honestly, it's a title to an episode. Like, it doesn't tell me anything. You know, I'm glad to know the show's still coming because I was. It had been so long since I heard anything about it. I was afraid it had been canceled. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of the page I'm on. I'm glad that there is news, but I'm not super impressed by the news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is like uh, when they try to release new Halloween news, and they're like, we got a new picture from the new Halloween movie, and it's just another picture of Michael standing there holding a knife. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> like, all right, I mean, it's cool and all, but... <laughs> I, I just can't. I, I, I'm trying to control myself here. Because I'm looking forward to this. I mean, I wish it was more based on, like, the remake. Uh-oh. Are you out of your... F really? Yeah, I mean, that would be more interesting. You're trying to piss me off, aren't you? That <laughs> <laughs> might be. God damn it. I might be pushing on a few buttons today. <laughs> Ooh! Oh, oh, oh. oh, wow. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm okay with that. Damn. No, no. Absolutely not. Man, this one... Like, the whole crew's getting back together for this one. This, this, and that's the, half, the good thing about it for me. It's not the remake. It's the original Chucky, the original cast, the original crew. And that's Is good. Tiff coming back? I'd imagine at some point. She hasn't been announced for anything, but wherever there's, you know, Mancini and all that, you know, original Chucky, she's there. She'll be in there somewhere. I don't know. Jennifer Tilly's awful busy. Isn't she like a world champion poker player or something now? Is she really? I hope I so. Know, some, That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, some, there's some story like that. Where she like was, was she like, I don't know if she won or was at the final table of the World Series of Poker or something. Oh, wow. Well, all I know is that Jennifer Tilly apparently turned down an interview for the show because she does not do horror things anymore. But when that Child's Play remake came out, she was tweeting all about it. Same. Anyway, but I'm, I'm sure I love Jennifer Tilly. She's amazing. But, you know, I, I'm sure it, it, it's a franchise, uh, not a franchise. It's a, a television show. So, you know, you got to imagine she'll be in at least one episode of Franchise. Yeah. Yeah, she won the uh, she won the 2005 World Series of Poker. Looks like she's won a lot of poker tournaments. According to some creepy poker website, I'm on. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> 
She's won. Uh, okay, so her total poker winnings in her professional poker career are over a million dollars. God damn. Yeah. Wow. According to pokerlistings.com or whatever that weirdo site was. <laughs> I mean, Jennifer Tilly, uh, you think I could borrow like $100 or something? <laughs> yeah, hey, Jennifer Tilly, you want to buy me a Mountain Dew Mogwai? Please, God, <laughs> yeah. I would be forever grateful. If, oh, man. I'd be like her servant for the rest <laughs> of my life. Uh, so, yeah, she's uh, she's out playing poker. Who knows? Making a million dollars on her, too. Jeez. Yeah, maybe she's too nice. busy to be in Chucky. You know what the scary part is? Imagine how much he's lost. Yeah. Ugh. That'd be bad. Anyway. All right, so that that's all I... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Um, Saw. The Spiral. Yeah. Mm. Is that a new trailer that was released? Is that the first trailer? It's a new trailer. It is not okay. the first trailer. There was a trailer that came out um, last, last year when the movie was supposed to come out, and now we have a new one. <laughs> I'm going to be honest... I don't remember the first. Is it very different from the original? Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. It that one looked. I I guess they both do look a little bit more like dramas than right. like when you compare them to the previous Saw trailers. Uh, the the previous installations kind of focused on you know the horror aspect, and and this one seems to be focusing more on the story outside of that, which is. Interesting, uh, but uh, the last one seemed a little bit more, um, I, I would say that even in that dramatic context, the first trailer seemed more like a drama, where it was a little bit more ambiguous what the plot was, and, and this one, you know, teased a little bit more. Mm. I felt like um, this trailer didn't really sell me on the movie. It, um, to me, came off almost like a police procedural. What is going to sell you on the movie? Where Chris Rock just yells at people, like Chris Rock could just seem to be yelling at everybody. I will <laughs> say, that is kind of a problem that I did have with this trailer. Yeah. Um, it did not, it did not, uh, I mean, I'm probably going to see this movie because I'm really interested in Chris Rock, Samuel L. Jackson, and Saw a movie. But I don't <laughs> know if I'm going to like it or not. It's also got um, that guy in it the other one <laughs> the other one i want to call I... him lee torno but that's the character that he played in horns anyway i don't know i had forgotten that he was supposed to be in it because the, the only thing i remembered was that chris rock and samuel l jackson were in it because it's been so long since the first trailer and then uh this one dropped and i was like oh i know that guy <laughs> Except for I don't, apparently, because I can't come up with his name for the yeah. life of me. Yeah. Was he ever on The Walking Dead? No. Okay. The Walking Dead alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I haven't seen Handmaid's Tale either. He was in Horns with Daniel I've Radcliffe. I've seen Horns, but a he long time ago. He was the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it that well. All right. I think it was a good movie. I just don't really remember it all that well. Yeah. Um. Uh, the spiral thing is gonna, it, it, it's just gonna, you could already tell it's gonna be so different. It, it, it's dangerous to do that. And I love Chris Rock, a huge Chris Rock fan. And Samuel L. Jackson, too, he's great. But, you know, uh, they're, they're going in a very different direction. Chris Rock doesn't have a great track record with movies. I do get a little bit scared 
Yeah. Like, his stand-up is really good. He, he's a great stand-up, but, like, the movies that I've seen him in have not been great. It's one of those things I worry about whether or not it's... Because it doesn't look bad. It, it looks like it's probably going to be pretty good, but I, I there's always that concern where it's like, did this need to be a Saw movie? And right. I, they have kind of already started distancing themselves from it a little bit, where it's like from the book of Saw, right. as opposed to, you know, like Jigsaw or... I, I don't know. Yeah. But Samuel L. Jackson, he's awesome, so... Whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody involved that I, I that I've seen listed involved, it looks awesome. It's just, it's scary when you go so different. And we talked about it with the Child's Play thing when we did that remake. Yeah, it was a good movie. You know, so was uh, I, I can go down the list of remakes that are good movies, but they're just so different. And it's like, why didn't you do your own thing on this? I don't know. But and and it would be. I would imagine if you have Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson on it, it would I, I mean I would imagine it's a lot easier with those names to get budgets and everything, so you know. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Well we'll we'll see. Um as more comes out, because uh when's the release date for this? It's next month, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah, it's it's May, so fourteenth, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Mid May. Yeah, I, I noticed that from the Book of Saw crap. I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Let's see how it goes. Alright, so that's it for the news. Guys, are you ready to get into round... Well, not even round. Damn it. The, to continue with round one of the Murder Madness tournament? Ready? For the Lord Humphrey Cup. I cannot <laughs> with you. Yeah, I'm ready. I think. Yeah, I, true. I don't even I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start off uh, just like we did last week with the, the non-human side. Uh, let's see who we got going on over here. Ooh, Damien uh -huh. from The Omen. All right. Oh, shit. Oh, it's Pazuzu. <laughs> this is ironic. A little bit. From yeah. The Exorcist. I mean, these, these movies were compared very often. There are people who are going to be as mad about this somewhere as what people were mad about, like Jason and Pinhead. Like, this is someone really Probably. likes demonic movies <laughs> and has very hot takes about this matchup. This is almost like the Freddy vs. Jason of the, you know, the paranormal world. Yeah. Um, I'm not real sure. This is a this is a tough one. It is. Well, Pazuzu, he possesses people, right? Right. And I don't know that he can possess Damien. Yeah, but what's Damien gonna do? Like, Damien's not gonna throw holy water on P Pazuzu, like. No, but he can't. I mean, I, I'm like, if Damien is is the son of of Satan, he's already possessed, right? Yeah, to some degree, I'd imagine. So, can he be double possessed? I don't think is he can be thing? possessed. No. D this is a bizarre one. As big of a movie as The Exorcist is. This is a tough matchup. It is. I I think maybe it, here's the thing is that Damien like as a kid, I think he could probably be influenced by other demons 
Right. I think Pazuzu is probably stronger than Damien currently, but I, I think there's only so much that Pazuzu would be able to do, like Rob said, without possessing someone. Like, yeah. so I, I think on that scale, I think Pazuzu is scarier, but Damien might win. Like, Damien eventually is going to grow up and just outrank him. He does. He he turns into Sam Neill, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Um, <laughs> right. Damn. Yeah, that's... <laughs> head of the what is it the thorn company or whatever yeah yeah i it this is really a, a tough one but i i th- i'm going with damien that's gotta hurt you a little bit uh i mean i i love the exorcist it's a great movie but i'm not gonna be super sad if pazuzu's knocked out of here god who are you rolling with on this one i'm probably gonna go with damien too yeah i think damien yeah, it just makes the most sense to me that Pazuzu's not really going to be able to possess him fully. I I feel really bad because I stick up for the Exorcist a lot when it gets compared to... Well, I, I don't know. I liked The Omen, too. I think The Exorcist was... Like, if I had to rewatch one repeatedly, <laughs> it would be The Exorcist. But yeah, I, just, I think Damien's got to win this one. Yeah, I mean, The Exorcist is a top five movie for me of all time, so I like The Omen, but not that much. Be honest, Rob. How much of The Exorcist being in your top five is because of the soundtrack? Oh, I love the soundtrack. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Did you? You got that from Waxworks, didn't you? Oh, of course I did. Bastard. I was thinking about getting (laughs) that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. All right, so a clean sweep for Damien. See, that was probably pazuzu's worst matchup right there probably yeah 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 i would imagine so damn all right there's that so we got that one knocked out uh damien moves on speaking of tiff we're going over to the human side right now i really want to see i will be heartbroken if tiff goes out first round she's like my my human side dark horse in this one that was another one i was hoping to rewatch before this week but i ran out of time this week yeah. Oh, my Tom. bloody Valentine. Tom Hanniger. Mm, another one, the movie that I like a lot. Okay, so let's see who Tommy's matched up against. <laughs> oh. I'm Shit. just going to say it now so that you guys can be done being mad at me. We're just going to get that out of the way. I think Nathan wins. I don't know who Nathan is, so I'm I'm sort of removed. I, this is a musical, and I have never watched it. Obviously, they're talking about Nathan Wallace from Repo. So, so go ahead, Kat. Yeah, Nathan Wallace. His whole job, he's a Repo man. Uh, that he works for the company that um puts that finances people's organs, and when they don't pay, his job is just to go like attack people and get their organs back for the company. He's got all of Gene Co. backing him. Which, first of all, I you know is that that's nothing to scoff at. He's proficient in a variety of weapons. Uh, he's very stealthy as long as there isn't any kind of chorus behind him. And uh, on the sur- <laughs> and I think he's more crazy. Like he's I, they're both crazed, <laughs> hands mm-hmm. down. You know, but Nathan Wallace is like puppeting dead people to sing his own backup crazy and i just there's something about him like i don't know all right uh what do you think mikey 
I've only seen uh, the repro opera once. And I don't remember it that well. But I do remember that Nathan is he's <laughs> badass. Okay. Um, my only question is, see, like he he's definitely like this is his job to go out and do this sick shit, you know? Yeah. So that's tough to battle against, but man, uh, my bloody Valentine, that minor dude, he he was just like he was full steam ahead, no fucking doubt, and he was aggressive and and just hell fucking bent. And he was well, I guess this is a hard one. What one final counterpoint here is because we had talked last week about how intelligence was a huge thing. Nathan was mm-hmm. also he was like a chemist. He was a doctor. Right. Before he started repoing people like he's. <laughs> but let me ask you this. You said that it's his job to repossess these organs. Does he kill yeah. people when it's not his job to kill them? Well, so here's the yes. Access. He, so there's one accidental death that he's caused, but like they, he makes a big show of wanting to get out of the repo business and they're like, yeah, but you like it. And he's like, I don't know about that. And they're like, come kill this person for us real quick. And he's like singing along and he's like, I do like it. You're right. <laughs> like, I'll do it. <laughs> so I no, he doesn't really kill a lot of people outside of his job, but you can tell he's and then he there's like, what's the. There's a song in there called Thankless Job where he's just like singing to himself about how no one appreciates how hard he kills them. And like, I don't know. He, I think he would continue to kill people if it were not his job. I don't think he could stop at this point. The The reason I'm leaning towards Nathan in this one is when my bloody Valentine, that, that was a, that was pretty, that was a whodunit movie, you know, like a lot, a good amount of the kills were, running up on people when they're not expecting it and you know all that stuff like nathan's a a hitman practically yeah you know so he's like going out and getting it and he's just kind of running up on people and doing his thing you know like uh tom is more of a uh sneak up on you and get even though he can get busy I, i i know he can but you know a lot of his stuff was more behind the scene movement and then bam get you when you're when you're really not seeing it coming right well i love my bloody valentine me too but i'm willing to concede this battle if you both i mean obviously if you both agree it's nathan then you might vote it anyway yeah i kind of think and my bloody valentine is one of my favorite the original one of my favorite movies of all time so this sucks for me the remake ain't bad no, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not as good as the original, though. No, no. Damn, I haven't man. seen the remake for a while. I don't think I've seen the remake since it came out. Yeah, we did an episode on uh, the remake and the original on This Horror Life, so I just watched them both recently. Um, and they're both really good. But I, I remember mean, the really liking the original. Yeah, the original is just awesome. Yeah. Damn, right. man. Fucking, this sucks. Damn it. The intelligence <sighs> thing, I'm telling you, it it, it gives the humans an edge. Yeah, it really does. That's the thing is, I think Nathan could like outfox somebody. Plus, also, <laughs> he's just crazy. I don't think I've ever been like so disturbed as watching him, uh, like watching Anthony Stewart Head just like hand puppet a corpse in a musical yeah. number. That was just that was traumatizing. That stuck with me. 
<laughs> All right, so Nathan's in and Tom is out. Damn, that that one I'm not happy about. I'm not gonna lie. Not happy about that one. All right, that's the way the cookie crumbles. We are gonna roll on forward to the non-human side of things. We still got some heavy hitters on this thing, not for nothing. We do. Oh, Annabelle from The Conjuring. She loses, right? <laughs> I would sure fucking This hope is going to so. come back to haunt me because she's going to go up against something like... She's going to go up against Billy and I'm going to feel like an idiot, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Alfredo on Twitter is going to get mad at us if she goes, but that might Sorry. be... Sorry. Oh, no, yeah, she's, she's done. Gone. She's Bye, gone. Annabelle. <laughs> Woo, the creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Good Lord. Sweet Jesus. Mm -hmm. Somebody get the hose because this one is done. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Annabelle doesn't stand a chance there. And I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. Well, before we move too far past this one, I, I I'm known for saying I don't like the conjuring movies. So uh, you know, there were some good things here and there in some of them, but for the most part, I think they're garbage. Annabelle, I mean, she's Obviously, she's possessed. I get that. But, I mean, if the doll dies, does the, you know, the, well, I, I would imagine if the creeper just tears that thing apart, which he would, it's over, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I, I don't really, I'm not clear on how that would work. I'm not even sure he would take, the, here's the thing, is that, I think a lot of Annabelle's scare factor comes from, like, the creepiness of the doll. I'm not right. sure he would notice. Like, you put Annabelle down in that, like, sewage tunnel thing, the drain pipe, and I don't think he realizes that she's there. And she's, like, moving around trying to freak him out. He he could just, like, go about his day and then, like, accidentally step on her and that would be it. Like, <laughs> I don't... Right. Yeah. And then what's... I'm I'm a little unclear as to what would happen once the spirit got released or whatever, but I'm pretty sure he could take it. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, it's more likely that he could take it than the spirit would be able to take him or possess him or whatever. Yeah, I would I would say. I don't know. I'm sticking with the creeper on this. I can't. No. Yeah, as unclear as the you know, there's gray lines with it and. The paranormal thing and all, but I, I mean, we, we don't even know what the hell the creeper really is, to be fair. So it's like, you know, I, I just don't see any any reason that he wouldn't be able to whoop whatever's ass comes out of that that doll. So I'm I'm sticking with the creeper too. I think it's a clean sweep for the creeper. Yeah. Yeah. So happy he moved on. <laughs> Barring Jeepers Creepers 3. We don't talk about no, it. No, that one doesn't exist. Mm -mm. No. You know how they're trying to make a fourth one? Ugh. Honestly, <sighs> even if Jeepers Creepers 2 didn't exist, I might be okay with it. I actually like the second hey. one. Well, I'm so... I, I don't know. That was like the first time I remember being disappointed in a sequel. I think <laughs> the second one is more fun than the first one. Like, I, it's more... Um, it's, it's not as good. I don't think it's as good of a movie, but it's much easier to watch. I think it's both. I think it's better. Oh. I like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, that was a good movie. 
<sighs> Third one's a piece of shit, though. We all... <laughs> yeah. God almighty. Anyway, how come you give the pool cleaner being out of the pool so much shit, but you don't <laughs> give the hand in the fucking potted plant thing any... Nothing, Rob, really? <laughs> mm. Come on. Damn, that's not fair. Anyway, bounce over to the human side again. We're getting some easy decisions here on this on this side of things. Oh, ho, ho. All right, here goes Tiff. All right. There she is. My dark horse. Tiff from Child's Play. We were just talking about her not too long ago. Poker extraordinaire going up against... Oh, shit. Mm. Dan Kane from the Reanimator. Uh, I would like someone else to talk first because I feel like I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> I'm leaning towards Tiff here. Um, Dan Dan Kane is smarter, and we've talked about what a, what a great advantage intelligence is. Yeah, but I I think Tiff is just more vicious. And he he's not, um, I, I don't think he could fight her off. I mean, I'm thinking the same thing, and I am also want to throw out there, granted, obviously, Dan is more intelligent than Tiff, I get that. T- Tiff's, she, she's pretty smart, too. You know, like, we look back at Bride of Chucky, and, like, that whole plan of getting them down there as dolls was orchestrated by her, and, you know, she had a good part in getting them as far as they did. You know, and, you know, we can go into um, uh, Curse of Chucky and even Cult of Chucky. She made a little swindle move in there. You know, she she knows her way around, too. So I, I think. I, I think her viciousness. Outweighs the advantage that he has over her in intelligence. All right, I'll I'll concede this. I. I... I'm not convinced a hundred percent, but you've you've kind of swayed me over to that side. I can see that. What was your argument though, Kat? Because you know, this is well, a tough it, one. I mean, it was the intelligence thing. It, it's one of those right. things. I I could easily see it again in a crossover style thing. I could see Tiff needing him. Of course, she would have no hesitation in killing him the second you know. Yeah. She didn't need him anymore. Mm-hmm. Like uh, so, I I I can see the viciousness argument. I really was just thinking intelligence. Yeah. Like coming into this. I, I just like Tiff just seems like one of those characters that won't let herself die. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is too, like Dan Kane, he doesn't really he doesn't really have any sort of real powers. You know what I mean? He's just a dude who's a scientist who's really smart. Right. Um, so I think if Tiff comes at him, it's not like he's um, you know, especially strong or you know, resilient or whatever. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? I, yeah, that's fair. I, I think if it were, you know, if they met in a dark alley, Tiff could, you know, kill him no problem. I, I think if he had time to prepare, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I, I think he could, like, out-trap Tiff, you know? <laughs> or come up with a serum or something. But, yeah, I, I, I'll, I can see this. Yeah. All right, so Tiff moves on. I believe so. Yeah. Heidi Ho. Here we go. I'm so happy. Well, this whole thing's breaking your way, Mikey. I know. It is going great. <laughs> yeah. Great. I feel like All I right. need to fight you about something just to liven things up uh, a little bit. I'm sure something will come up. Don't worry about <laughs> it. 
my luck, Arthur Clown will go up against Pennywise, and then I'm fucked either way. So. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, maybe. I feel really bad if it's if we're talking, you know, like the miniseries Pennywise, uh, Arthur Clown is going to have a tough time. If I wouldn't fight that hard for the new one, though. Like, <laughs> Can we just agree now before it comes up that it's original Pennywise? Is anyone against that? That we're talking like Tim Curry Pennywise? Yes. I would feel comfortable with that, yeah. Rob. I'm fine with that. All right. Thank God. Because that other one, piece of crap. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's move back to the non-human side, see what's going on over here. We got a lot of big names here still. Uh, 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 uh. Oh! <laughs> oh, it's Art. Art the Clown. This thing listens. It does. Fuck. I can hear you. This is an AI, the goddamn thing. All right, Rob. Art the Clown. I know which one I want him to go against. Let's see how it goes. Arthur Clown is going up against... Rose the Hat. Okay. Haven't seen this movie. Rose the Hat. Rose the Hat, Doctor Sleep. Haven't seen it. Interested to hear what you guys think. I'm going to go ahead and say... I Because Rose the Hat is a lot harder to kill, I feel. Well... So, yeah, I think it would take supernatural powers to t to kill Rose the Hat. Well, she's essentially a vampire. We don't know what it'll take to kill Art. Yeah, she's essentially a vampire. Yeah. Oh shit. She's the the true knot was. I I think they were really interesting. I I refer to Doctor Sleep as one of my favorite like vampire movies because I I really like the take on it. The, the, they had some interesting mythology going on in there, but she doesn't have a lot of the typical vampire weaknesses and she's got psychic powers, which I think, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Rose the Hat or Oh, but that she's so movie. pretty. <laughs> I mean, I, so is Arthur first Clown. of all, I hate that she's named Rose the Hat because it's the least interesting thing about her is the fact that she wears a hat. That is the least interesting thing about um, her, but it, I think it's to, like, lure kids in. And also, they have, like, they're supposed they're supposed to be these scary vampire-like creatures, but really, they just seem to be, um, like the guys in Monsters, Inc. who are collecting Scream when they <laughs> fill their little bottles with the whatever, when the kid screams. Except for so, their... their killing kids to do they're like torturing and killing kids to do that with their psychic powers i don't yeah i don't know i i didn't i didn't like the movie i didn't, I didn't. all right um but all that aside uh, um so how do you defeat rose that's the question i have because i don't remember well they ended up taking her to a uh, uh dan and abba was her name abba abba We'll say yes. Alda something. Mm -hmm. Um, I <laughs> she, oh Abra, it was Abra Cadabra. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they they took her to the Overlook. They they found something that was more evil to oh, than Rose right. was. Right. There was some nonsense about locking up a box or something. Yeah. Like they, they put her in like mind... a psychic box. Yeah, his mind fortress or some bullshit. <laughs> but that was like yeah, that was. A... A lifetime's worth of psychic powers going on there, you know? Not everybody has that. A really stupid movie. Um, and then you've got Art. Art's a vicious fuck, man. Who's awesome. And keep in mind, if we're talking Art the Clown, 
we're going back to all we really don't know what he is you know because he was involved with that in all hallows eve that whole like the devil and that bus station train station thing and Oh, he's at the bus station looking for dates. <laughs> he, he kinda was. He gave a woman a flower. It had a giant bug in it or something, but you know, not the best game I've ever seen, but he was trying. That's how you do it, guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give her a flower with a giant beetle in it and then let her shave your ass. Oh well. <laughs> um see, we don't really know what art is either. But I mean, even just him on face value, he sawed a woman in half with a handsaw. Um, all right. Art, art is awesome. Yeah, I don't think he can beat Rose the Hat. Son of a bitch. Well, if you guys are saying that, I mean, the word vampire alone scares me. Well, yeah. it's and not only the vampire, but the whole psychic energy thing. Yeah, that's tough. Um, Damn it. I I don't know. I don't know how Art is going to be the one to figure that out. Son of a bitch. That was another one of my dark horses in this. I want you guys to know. So now, damn, see, things were going great. Things were going great. <laughs> so Art's out, huh? I'm going to vote for him just so it's not a clean sweep because I feel bad for the poor Art. So All right. That's you fair. do what you feels right. That's what I feel. Is yeah, right. I really hate that, too, because I, I do like Art. But I, I, Yeah, I, I like Art as well. And I really don't like Rose the Hat. I don't understand that. You keep talking about how, like, how hot, uh, crazy <laughs> Emma Robertson is, but you, <laughs> oh, yeah. you're not, like... Just in love with Rebecca Ferguson as Rose the Hat. Oh no, she's hot. I just um I don't I don't like the I, there's a lot going on there. Um uh, the whole history of how much I hate the shining and then the fact that I watched Doctor Sleep and I really didn't like the movie. I just I don't know. She is beautiful. That hat is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what they named her. Rose the Hat. Oh. She's a psychic vampire for God's sake. <laughs> Well, they name her Rose the Hat. I now officially hate her because she knocked out Art the Clown. <laughs> so there, there's my two cents. <sighs> on I will watch Doctor Sleep eventually. Just don't bother. Uh, that's <laughs> what I've heard. That's why I haven't watched it yet. I liked it. Of course you did. I did. I, I. This is. I, I'm gonna get in so much trouble for this. I think it might be like uh, the only Stephen King movie that I liked better than the book. Mm, you've oh, never wow. seen Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> I have, in fact, seen Maximum Overdrive. Which is awesome. <laughs> I don't know why you guys don't like that movie. It's so great. Coked out Stephen King directing a movie with an ACDC soundtrack. Come on. I don't know about all that, so I'm going to strongly disagree. Well, wait until we do our Maximum Overdrive episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't wait for that one. Anyway, um, moving along to the, back to the human side of things. Let's see what we got going on over here. Mick Taylor from Wolf Creek. Man, is that another thing I haven't seen? <laughs> I've Damn. seen it, but it was a long time ago. Oh, Cat's um, going to have her way with this one. Australian, right? Yeah, Wolf Creek as a... If you look at the franchise as a whole, if you look at the whole thing, it just is endlessly entertaining. I really did not like Wolf Creek when I first saw it. And then Wolf Creek 2 was, it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And it's so unintentional that it just, <laughs> it gets me every time I think about it. 
I didn't even know there was a Wolf Creek too. So there's like they do Australian trivia with like with Mick, where he's like cutting off pieces of people if they answer his questions wrong, and there's like a musical oh, number in there and a kangaroo stampede, and it's just like I I've never seen because the first one's just like your your typical you know like torture backwoods movie, and then the second one just like there were no bad ideas for Wolf Creek too. They just greenlit everything. Fair enough. Let's see if we got. Oh, uh oh, cat. Uh, mm. <laughs> Mark Hoffman from Saw. Yeah, I've seen every Saw movie, as you all know. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know who Mark Hoffman is. He's. Um, <laughs> oh. Didn't he take over for Jigsaw? Yeah, he's he's yeah. the apprentice that tricked Amanda into failing her test so he could quit killing people because jigsaw black blackmailed him because he was pretending to be jigsaw so he could kill his sister's murderer was he a cop yeah yeah he's a detective was he the cop that i couldn't tell the difference between him and the other cop yes mm -hmm. okay he was i still don't know who he is then Th there was an uh. evil one and there was a one with a <laughs> neck wound and he was the one without a neck wound <laughs> all right so he was the one with a neck Yes, he was the one that still had a neck. Okay. Fair enough. Um Here's the thing, they're both crazy. They're both like really I Mark Hoffman I think is a little bit smarter, which is saying something cuz he was kind of the dumb one of the jigsaw protégés, but I I think it would I think he'd have a really tough time. We're going to get back into that like Amanda and Laurie Strode situation. I don't think Mark has the capacity to get Mick Taylor into a trap. Mm-hmm. Like I I think he'd get killed on the way, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I don't know how you get Mick Taylor into into that trap. I, I don't I mean I don't know how you could possibly do it. Because you step without, into Australia to get him and you're in his territories suddenly. Right. Right. And without a trap, there's no way Mark Hoffman's gonna beat him. If Mark Hoffman could even survive the Australian outback. Which, again, Mark Hoffman is not the brightest one of the yeah. Saw protégés. I'm not sure he could. Yeah, no, I'm going with, uh, I'm going with Mick. So I'm, looking, I'm looking for, like, any reason to kind of stick up for Hoffman, because I like him better as a character, but I... I don't know. <laughs> Mick's taking this one, it seems like. Uh, yeah. Damn. I tried, Dang. Saw. And here's the thing. Here's the thing: is Mark Hoffman was like how I thought Saw was going to continue on the bracket because you know that John <laughs> is like he's gonna have a rough John, go of it. He, John's got a tough uh, fighting chance because he's the smartest of all of them. He is the right. smartest of all of them. But if it comes down to like you know any kind of hand to hand combat, John's a sick old man. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. The uh, the the elderly uh, cancer patient is not gonna probably win hand to hand, but. I think he's got a better chance than most of the other Saw people of uh, advancing. All right, I'm, I'm gonna keep. My I mean, of course, crossed. now he does because I think right. all of them have been knocked out by him. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. That. I, I was hoping Mark was gonna be the. Uh, a after Amanda got knocked off in round one, I was kind of hoping Mark would make it, but wasn't in the cards from Marky Mark. All right, yeah. no, that was a tough draw for Amanda in the first round. That yeah. was, yeah, that yeah. Was... yeah. All right, so let's get um let's get a group in here. We have one more. Well, we have three groups left. 
Um, one of them's going to have to go up against the humans, it looks like, because of uh, the way things are leveled out. But uh, we will get one more group matchup in here. Let's see what we got. Oh, the strangers. Right. I, I think these guys can go far. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. Let's see who they're going up against, though. So we got the strangers... Going up, oh shit, against the Tethered. I think the Tethered have a better shot of beating the Strangers than the Puppets did, if I'm being completely honest. Well, yes. I think maybe they had a better chance, but I still don't think they're going to do it. I don't think so either. I, I, I don't think the Tethered are that smart. The Strangers are extremely smart. But I, I, I think there's kind of a case to be made here for viciousness, especially like if they're going up against their own tethered. Hmm. That's tough. That That's a good point. Well, now, yeah, that, now you've made it interesting. Well, because otherwise, you know, if you have if you have to take on like all of the tethered, you know, there's that it's another gauntlet situation. But if, if you had to right. choose tethered to go up against someone like their own, I think would be the, the fairest comparison. Right. And it makes the most sense based on the movie. Right. Yeah. That's how it would go. Hmm. How much worse of a version of the strangers could we possibly get? You know what I mean? <laughs> Damn. See, I don't want to turn this into a, um, I forget the character's name from X-Men or whatever, where they can turn into the, uh, you know, so it's like, then they're always going to mirror what they're going against. So I, I understand it's their ability, so we can't take it away entirely. I just don't think, like the tethered, if you, when, thinking back to us, the tethered are evil forms of, you know, who they're mirroring. These guys are, like, how much worse are you going to get? Well, I, I think maybe. maybe a lot worse, honestly. <laughs> like I'm so here's the thing, and I'm I'm gonna make a case for the tethered. I'm not gonna be like horribly upset if I get outvoted on this one, but I'm voting for the tethered, and my reasoning for right. this is that like the the strangers, you know, they're all they're smart. They're smarter than the tethered. Uh they have the will to kill inside them, you know, they terrorize this couple out in the middle of the woods and it's terrifying and they're, they're very good at that but like the tethered have that survival instinct like they're not given anything they're they're bred to be very tough you know like they they're they're raised on raw meat and they're there's just a viciousness about them like i think their survival instinct might be stronger than the strangers <sighs> this is a hard one See, my argument with the strangers are, and it's always been something I've always thought about, because I love that the the especially the first one, the, the original Strangers movie. That that I look at it as that movie captured that moment, you know, that those victims. They they do this for fun. You know, like how many other times have they done this? You know what I mean? This is probably like a a weekly, if not more than than once a week thing for them you know what i mean i, I will say if we're we're also taking prey at night into consideration i would like to retract my statement about the strangers being that much smarter than the tethered 
they were not super smart in that film <laughs> no no i, they, I they blocked were... it out for a sec um yeah <laughs> this one's tough i i it's what do you um it, it depends on i guess where you're going to place more value is it an intelligence or just sheer uh viciousness or brutality you know what i mean with Tiff and and Dan Kane, uh, I felt like Tiff would take him because I didn't think he stood a chance fighting her. I think while the tethered might be, I don't know, wired to uh, to be more brutal or more vicious or or just more survival driven than the strangers are, I still think the strangers would have a chance, and I think that they're smarter. I'm going with a stranger. Damn this this one, I I think back to the shotgun scene in the original Strangers movie, the patience that they showed in that moment. I, I just look at it as yeah, if if they got put out in the middle of a field face to face, the strangers might go down. You know, they they'll probably go down. But like I think back to the that original movie, especially. They never got a real clean shot at them. You know, they, they were just, they, they had everything planned out perfectly. And they never got it. Like between, what, what, I think we've seen three characters in total outside of the killers. No, I mean, one of them didn't know about them, but still, they knew something was going on. Nobody got a clean shot at them. You know, so I think if they were really kind of like the, um, the matchup we had, uh, uh, the animals versus the three. If you put them out in the field, the three is going to win, you know. But if they get put on notice, go kill these people. I I don't know if the tethered can work their way around it. I said I wasn't going to get emotional about this one. I don't know why I am. I'm still I on the fence. Feel I feel like I have to defend them a little bit because uh -huh. I I again the strangers are they're smarter i and i don't think there's any case to be made that they're not but right. i think that they're a lot of their tactics like a lot of the things that we see work for them in the first movie work because people are afraid of them like they use the ah, terror to their their advantage and you're not gonna scare the tethered like right. they're patient they're doing this for fun the tethered are coming with everything that they've got that is a good point that's very true and i think that's probably gonna be like unsettling at best i think it's going to throw off a lot of their strategies i i yeah. think they're a little bit out of their depth that's true that yeah yeah that that's very yeah i'm gonna you swayed me cat you i was leaning strangers that's a very good point i gotta go tethered on this one and like it's hard because i like i i really like the strangers i really do it's a good them. movie Damn, that that's a that's a very very good point. Cause at the end they kind of um, wore them down. I mean, granted they were outnumbered and everything. Like really, if they would have just busted in there, you know, balls out with it, I don't think there was too much that could have been done. You know, right. even if they just went that, it would have been a fifteen minute movie. You know, but they just wear them down. And yeah, you're you're right. I I don't think. Like, I, I think that scene with the hello outside the window and everything, and, like, I, I could picture one of the tethered leaping through that window. 
Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's yeah. It's not going to slow yeah. the tether down at all. That's very true. Damn, man. Fucking strangers are out. Man, my heart. Everything was going great for me. What happened? Damn. I told you I was going to have to fight you on one of these. No, I'm glad you did. I'm, that's what this is about. I'm glad you, I really didn't know which way to go on it. I'm glad you did. Damn, man. Fucking poor strangers. They deserve better. I know. There's there's part of me that does feel bad about that one because I. Th- that's a rough one to lose. It is. But... And lethal, too. They did. I, like, I was just saying, I think they could go far. Man, they're out first round. Damn. <laughs> Some bitch. All right, let's go back to the humans just because we got to even this out slightly and uh, see what we got over here. We're winding down on this first round here. Oh, no. <laughs> John Kramer. Come on. <laughs> you can do this. Get Who Penny do you Wilkes. not want, Kat? <laughs> who do, the, I who not do you want? not want? I don't like that I'm about to say this. I really don't like it. I don't want Adrian Griffin. Because if it's... okay intelligence versus intelligence that's john's only edge you know and adrian is, is also like the top of his field you ought to be kind of scared of pamela Voorhees too because that's old person versus old person <laughs> true and she would she would probably kick his ass mm-hmm. yeah all right let's see what we got going on here Ooh. Any Wilkes from Misery going up against John Kramer from Saw. Okay. John wins. <laughs> yeah, I think I I I think that's right. I, I do think John wins. Annie's not so smart. I, I think it would be yeah. really easy to get Annie into a trap. Yeah, she's pretty pretty much a simpleton. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> you're wasting no time on that one huh? Damn. Well, i mean yeah. she's able to get tri- she's able it, it's like a close con close contest between her and a man that she has like just she's restrained she's broken his feet and he's still able to like outwit her from bed like there's no way yeah that john can't do that <laughs> yeah yeah, all right. That that one that was an easy one. Do you think see now the question here though is do you think Annie could have beat Jeremy Melton? Yes. <laughs> okay. Fucking Probably. <laughs> I feel bad. I'm always picking on Jeremy Melton. Uh, he, he I suggested that we put him on here, but we needed some like easy easy wins for people and that's You're gonna give him the nosebleed, cat. <laughs> you know, we could do like a reverse tournament one day to see who could lose to Jeremy Melton. <laughs> that That'd would be, be amazing. All right. All right. Let's see what's going on with the killer side. I'm really scared that two of these guys are going to face off and it's just going to fuck everything up. Let's see. Oh, okay. Pennywise. OG. Tim Curry is going up against. It was Candyman. I'm going to be so fucking mad. That would suck. That would suck a lot. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? All right. <laughs> Bruce the Shark from Jaws. Brucey Bruce. Um, How does Jaws win is the question. He doesn't. I feel really bad saying it. He doesn't. <laughs> Rob, I know this one's hurting your heart. 
I'm thinking real hard, but I, I don't, I, I can't come up with a, a way he does either. He's just not going to get Pennywise in the water. No, and Pennywise, you want to talk intelligence. I mean, he, yeah. he's up there on this list. Yeah, I can't, I can't come up with anything. See, that's why I wanted to put Santa Jaws up against Jaws. Because it's like, how is anybody on this list going to fall, other than Jeremy Melton, going to fall to go into the water against these things, you know? Yeah, Ghostface could have fallen into the water, too. He's a clumsy fucker. Pennywise is, like, terrorizing a kid, and then the, the sewer takes him out to the ocean, and then maybe he, I don't well, know. Well, you might be onto something there, Kat. That's it, it feels sad that Bruce is getting eliminated so quickly, but yeah, yeah. I, mean, he's I, I think even he's... in that situation, Pennywise would still probably win. He probably would. I Yeah, that that's a there's some beef with with Pennywise in this thing. Like, I think he's being overlooked in this whole tournament over here. Like Pennywise, he's got some some Brajol, old Pennywise. Uh, well, OK, well, well. We'll get there. I when he what? starts facing up, when he starts facing like other land killers, I don't know about that. Because <laughs> what it takes to kill him is like an inhaler. So. <laughs> oh my god. We'll get to that bridge when we when we get to it. Let's leave it at that. All right, human side winding her up. Jack Torres from The Shining. Robin yeah. Gregg's favorite movie. Awful. <laughs> See these matched up against. I'm gonna be real pissed if it's okay. Asami from the edition. Audition. This is an interesting one. Hmm. Cause I I genuinely neither one of these, full disclosure, are my favorite movie right. on the list. Um, neither one is my favorite villain, honestly. I, I will say what I'm thinking right now, because I could go either way on this. I think Asami has a little bit of an edge here just because she's crazy all the time. Like, it's nothing influencing her. She's just, she just likes torturing people. <laughs> yeah, we've got a battle of two crazies. Um, but I do think that she's a little more um methodical you know yeah she's just cold she means to do harm yeah and that's all the time yeah and and whereas jack he doesn't want to hurt you he just wants to bash your fucking brains in and then he'll (laughs) feel bad about it yeah 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 she's not feeling bad about shit damn jack torres another I, i think he was another one maybe with name value more than anything else yeah i think so yeah yeah, you're just happy to see him out. I'm I'm not sad about it. There's like <laughs> maybe a little bit of a case to to make. I I guess like if they're in the overlook, Jack. Like if it came down to a fight, she's tiny. Like he could kill her with an axe, maybe. But she could outsmart him, though. I I don't know. I'm all over the yeah. place on this one. I just I have a hard time. He, if he couldn't kill Wendy, I don't know how he's gonna kill her. That was my. That was gonna be my. That's thing. true. Okay. Yeah. Wendy is not that much like I see. I was just thinking about size. Like Asami's tiny, but yeah. So so is Wendy though. 
and Wendy wasn't the didn't have the strongest will in the world, no, you know. No. I, Wendy literally went on to play olive oil in the Popeye movie. That's how tiny and <laughs> skinny she was. Yeah. This is true. Sorry, Jack. Man, kind of. Jack's out. No, I'm not, Jack. Go to hell. <laughs> oh, Rob. Yeah, be nice. Damn. Okay, let's see what we got going on here. On the kill aside. <laughs> Here it is, guys. Here we go. Robert the Tire from Rubber. <laughs> I'm so interested to see what this matchup is. I'm looking at who's left. I don't know what argument Rob's going to make, but I can't wait to fucking see it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Rob Candyman. Yeah, what's the argument here? <laughs> All right. Um, this is easy. Robert the Tire wins. Yeah. How? Oh no. Yeah. His argument is going to be that Robert the Tire can't say Candyman three times. Well, that's actually <sighs> a very good point. Robert can't say Candyman three times, but even if Candyman were to show up, all Robert has to do is vibrate for a few seconds and his head explodes. The Candyman has a hook. You can deflate a tire with a hook. Yeah, he's the perfect opponent. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, he wouldn't be able to get to him in time. His head, he he just shakes a little bit and boom, your head explodes. Robert, Robert the tire will be sitting there shaking and Candyman will swing his arm down and you'll hear... No, Robert the tire has telekinetic powers and blows up people's heads. Candyman could distract him with a bunch of bees. He's a tire. He's not afraid of bees. Uh, enough punctures. No, but while he's blowing up bees, what's going to stop him from getting punctured? He won't yeah. have to go near him. He'll send bees, and that tire will be popped and deflated no, like a Tom Brady that's not football. how bees yeah. and tires work. We don't even... This doesn't even need to be Candyman versus Robert the Tire. This just needs to be a swarm of bees versus Robert the Tire, because I'm not convinced that the bees wouldn't win. No, he would roll right over a <laughs> bunch of bees. Bees aren't beating a tire. You guys are crazy. If it If it took him that long to just move around in the movie like how long would it take him to run over a swarm of bees if they landed on him he wouldn't even have to move that far before he crushed them all one good rotation and they're done <laughs> rob are we really having this discussion <laughs> I'm, I'm not there's no discussion robert the tire wins <laughs> there's no way are you really morally morally <laughs> Gonna, gonna try and knock out Candyman the first round for Robert. I mean, I'm talking in front of Jesus, Rob. Robert <laughs> wins because he's telekinetic powers and he can take out. He just blows people's heads up. He but Candyman's super. He's supernatural still, too. If they if they pull out lawn chairs and watch the tire, yeah, he can pick them off. But Candyman's not gonna like watch Robert that long. Candyman's not going to see Robert with... coming, though. Candyman lives in the in the projects in Cabrini Green. There's, like, <laughs> tires and all sorts of stuff discarded all over that place. He's not going to notice Robert's there until it's too late and his head's already popped. I Candyman is smart enough if a tire starts vibrating to not just stand there and see what it does. I don't know. <laughs> He's going to pop it, it with a hook in, like, yeah. oh, a second. No, I, I, I think Candyman's dead. That's no the most way. amazing thing I've ever heard. See what it does. 
That's the most basic form I've ever heard anything boiled down to. That's funny to me. No. no. Um, uh, Rob, I, you, we got to remember too. If, if we're if we're seriously talking about this, Candyman Supernatural as well. But he's not telekinetic. No, but who's I mean, to say that you can kill him with telekinesis, though? Yeah, he's Candyman. What if his head explodes? But what if it doesn't? It's gonna explode, guys. Did you not see rubber? <laughs> Do we all have to sit down and watch rubber again? I don't think we need that. All right, pause the recording. We're gonna watch rubber and then we'll come back. <laughs> no, no, we're not watching rubber at 3 o'clock in the morning. No. Uh, Rob, I, I cannot. My conscience is hurting me enough from the whole Jason. I cannot in good faith. We've had Tony Todd on the show, Rob. He follows me on Twitter. Yeah, and you, yeah. Oh, so you're playing favorites because you've never had Robert on the show. Thank God. No, <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think I. When the leprechaun, I just want to say this. When the leprechaun <laughs> question was brought up to Tony Todd, who is a large man, he got very angry with me. Could you imagine? I, I've talked to him about coming back on this show. Him and I have DM. Could you imagine if he finds out that we knocked him out of a slasher bracket in the first round of a tire? What would happen? Look, I'm not saying Candyman's not great. And Tony Todd is amazing. But he loses to Robert the Tire. That's all I'm saying. He absolutely does not. <laughs> totally does. It's right there in front of your face. Uh, what? No. Yeah. No, it's not. Are you really trying to say a swarm of bees stabbing a tire wouldn't pop? It would pop. It, it's tire. not going to pop a tire. Have you ever had a tire pop by a bee? No. <laughs> About a hundred of them. Yeah. No. That's not how tires work. That's not how bees work. But magic bees, psychic yeah. bees. Here's no. the thing. I think anyone. I, I'm not. So Candyman is a supernatural entity, and without going into like, without nitpicking what his powers are, I'm just gonna make a blanket statement about anyone with psychic, like anyone who does psychological damage to their victims. Any supernatural entity, right? Any kind of anyone with mind control. Anyone with any kind of like psychic sense is going to know that robert is not a natural tire he's gonna have some defense against that but he's like, not gonna just, be able to no cycle he, you can't psychologically attack a tire absolutely you can he's got mind control like i what, not over a tire <laughs> he doesn't know how tire minds work I'm I'm saying he could sense Robert and he would be there in like a second flat. Like he's not going to get your whole thing was that Robert the tire could sneak up on him. There's just no way totally that Candyman could. is like, oh, I guess this normal <laughs> vibrating tire is just going to get me now. Like, no, no, no absolutely I, I, not. All right. Well, you guys are crazy. Candyman's dead. That's how, that's how I vote. <laughs> Robert the tire wins. I just want to point out. Uh, one one of Candyman's abilities is uh, superhuman enhanced strength, being able to throw his victims through walls with a little effort, and he has also shown regenerative capabilities. Oh, so what you're saying is that even if Robert were able to 
uh, deal damage to Candyman, Candyman could come back and pop him with a hook. Not if, he, not if he exploded his head. Or just, like, throw him against a wall. <laughs> he, he could pick up Robert and rip him in half with his bare hands. <laughs> but he's got to get to Robert first. He can't. Robert has to do a good amount of shaking. And Candyman could teleport. So he could look at that, look at that tire and say, what the hell is the dude shaking? And he's not going <laughs> to notice the tire in the middle of Cabrini Green, I'm telling you. He'll notice a, a vibrating one. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't think anything <laughs> of it. I'm voting for Candyman. This, this should have been... <laughs> yeah, Rob, I love you to death. I, I appreciate your rubber through. I, if it was like three finger, I I could roll with you, man. I can't, I can't do it. I can't. I can't. You guys both suck. Full disclosure: <laughs> I would also have voted for three finger, but less vehemently. Yeah, I mean, I might have too, but I would have at least. That I can't even. Rob, you're trying to get a fan title to remove us just for that alone. This whole thing is a sham. This whole bracket is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this double says Robert's out to Candyman of all people. It's rigged. <sighs> Rob, look at it this way: it took Candyman to take out Robert's attire, man. And I'm filing a formal complaint. Did you I'm say the Cat HR runs? department, apparently. Yeah. So <laughs> not with our HR department, with the podcast association. Oh, does that exist? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna look into it, and well. if it doesn't, I'm gonna form it. Oh, great. Well, while you do that, uh, poor Robert the tire is out. I'm sorry, Rob. I am sorry. I, I, I remember am. how upset I was when Santa Jaws lost. I, I apologize for, for your loss. Yeah, Santa Jaws lost to the fucking leprechaun, man. I mean, Robert went out to Candyman for crying out loud. There's no shame in that. I can't believe we had, like, a fucking ten-minute discussion. <laughs> This is the most ridiculous thing. It took us long. I want to point out, it took us longer to knock out Robert the Tire than it did Jack Torres. I know. It took us longer for Robert the Tire than Ghostface. Oh, God. Yeah, it did. And Leatherface. Robert the Tire's getting too much swagger right now, and I don't like it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, All right. Uh, let's knock out the, the last, uh, we'll, we'll run another one for the, for the human side. Cause we have to get rid of this, uh, straggler over there with the groups. So, um, the straggler is the, oh shit. I didn't mean to do that. The puppets from puppet master. No fucking drama there. That's the last one on the, the group list. And they're going up against... I'm really mad we didn't have them to go against the the dolls. Adrian Griffin, the Invisible Man. Okay, so here's my question is, where are they having this fight? Because if it's in Adrian's house, we don't have to have this conversation. If it's with his security cameras, they just lose outright. (sighs) If he has like cameras that can detect them and alarms and a computer nearby this that he wins but if if it's a field situation even if it's like him and the suit i'm not sure he could take the puppets i i think this is like a complete where are they fighting situation Eh, everyone knows my my ongoing battle with that suit i don't know you don't like the suit 
It's a stupid fucking suit. But it is an invisible suit nonetheless. I feel like no matter where they were, say he was in a house, maybe not his house, a house. He would notice something going on because he is a smart guy, built the damn suit. And he would, I mean, I know what I would do is I'd be like, oh, I have an invisible suit. Let me go invisible and watch what the hell's going on here. And he'll catch these puppets doing non-puppet things. And then he would just be invisible and grab up the puppets and kill them. I mean, is my my rundown anywhere (laughs) how you think it would go? Oh, what I say doesn't matter, so I'm not playing anymore. Oh, oh no. Rob, don't do <laughs> Over the tire? <laughs> Against Candyman of all things. Uh, you guys have crossed the line. You've gone too far. <laughs> um, Jason Voorhees I can't wait. was okay. When you, but... when you start posting these polls, I can't wait what to see. wait to see what the ratio is for Robert the Tire versus Candyman. It's like... going to be 100% to Robert the Tire. It's going to be the first clean sweep and on Twitter. <laughs> If anyone um, votes for Robert the Tire, I disown them as a listener. I just want to say that. <laughs> I disowned our listeners a long time ago. Um, I don't remember. You know what's bothering me is that I watched the original, the first Puppet Master, less than six months ago, and I can't remember a damn thing about these puppets. Wow. Um, I do remember it was a better movie than I, I remembered it being. It's actually not bad. Um, the thing that's tripping me up is I, I watched one of the, um, sequels more recently and that's the one that's freshest in my mind. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen, I don't know that I've even seen any of the sequels, but, um, the first one's not a, I mean, it's not a great movie, but it's not as bad. It's not not as stupid as you would think it is. This is a tough one because clearly the puppets have to get the jump on him. Right. Are they going to be able to get the jump on him if they can't see him? He could pull that out anytime he wants, unless they have a plan to kill him without him picking up on any type of tomfoolery going on, and they successfully kill him one go, which I don't he, think would happen. He has like, I, I I can see him getting one of the puppets and trying to like dissect it and figure out what it is while all the other puppets sneak up behind him. Because I think if a scientist sees a moving puppet, he's not going to be like, oh, yeah, a possessed puppet. He's going to be like, who made this and how? (laughs) Like, but I think that's like their only chance in in like a house. Because, yeah, he's got the suit. They'd have to find him. And I I don't think there's any way that the puppets are smarter than him. No, No, I don't. I don't think they're smarter than him. They are sneaky, though. But are they more sneaky than someone invisible? No, I'm going with the Invisible Man. I just, I just can't quite work it out in my brain how they how they do it. Okay, can you go with the Invisible Man so I don't have to vote for that stupid suit? Yeah, I'll I'll... about the suit. The suit is fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll vote for the Invisible. I could see it going either way, but I do feel like I've made the best case that I can possibly make for the puppets, and I still think Adrian might win. So yeah, I, I'll I'll vote for the Invisible Man. All right, I appreciate it because um, I'm gonna go with the puppets on a principal vote. <laughs> so Adrian moves on nonetheless. Unfortunately. Damn it, man. I don't like that suit, dude. I, like I, I really can't get over it. I don't like that you don't like the suit. <laughs> I don't like that you do. It's a suit. They're gonna have him on Amazon eventually. Okay. Invisible man moves on. 
Alright, we can go back over to the killer bracket. We're winding down on this thing. Thank God, this was the worst idea ever. <laughs> oh, here comes one of one of Rob's uh, picks, the entity from It Follows. So, everybody cover your holes while we wait for his opponent. I don't think that's how that works. No. <laughs> oh my God. So, how would the entity even find Three Finger? That's my question. Right, Three so... Finger from Wrong Turn. I'm sorry. I'm laughing at the irony that a, a creature, an entity that fucks things. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not that's not exactly how 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 it it works. The, the, the entity doesn't actually uh, have sex with well, anyone. No, it just follows people who it's uh, it's passed on to someone else. Yeah. Okay, so the 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 STD is going up against the three finger. Yeah, it would yeah. have to get into the family first, which I think would be like the hardest part of this whole equation. Right, because they're all just banging each other. Yeah. That's, but there's no way that Three Finger's smart enough to, like, even realize that he's being followed by anything. Mm, right? This is true. This is true. <laughs> like, assuming that the entity can get to him initially, he doesn't right. stand a chance. Right, and you can't directly kill the entity. Right. Right. If if I'm remembering, it follows correctly. Right. They, like you, you yeah, just have not... to. You have to basically just get away from it. Yeah, you have to get away from it or pass, pass it, on. it on to someone else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I don't think Three Finger would do. I don't. Yeah, I, I should rewatch think... it. Follows. That's a damn good movie. No, it's not. You didn't like it, dude. It's an STD. You no. have the worst taste in everything. I don't even know. I went back and forth on it. Follows because I really liked it when I saw it, but then one of the uh, like, there's a YouTube channel that does top horror lists and they chose the entity as like the scariest movie monster for like the next five years and i was like oh my god well stop. that's a little much but <laughs> that's too much You've... yeah Jesus. i mean that's a, that's a little much but I, I do think it's a, a scary movie and i think it's really good although the timing is weird right like the time like the setting yeah is strange because like it looks everything looks like it's in like the 1980s but then that one girl's got like the futuristic weirdo phone yeah, I had no idea what yeah. when it was supposed to take place. Yeah, it's kind of a weird movie. Um, no, I, I this is the entity. I, I, yeah, Three Finger. There's no way he's smart enough to figure out what the hell's coming for him before he's dead. Damn it! I'm really mad that I need to. And you know, it, it hurts even more because they have <laughs> uh, hinted at uh, having their way with their victims in the wrong turn movies before. I don't. I don't think it was. Uh, three finger but my point is i can see it getting its way into their little camp you know maybe by that and then they're all just over there fucking each other in mm -hmm. there so you know it's just gonna ping pong back and forth but it's not right even. until they're all gone including yeah. poor three fingers so yeah the entity's gonna move on in this one guys how the hell the discussions we have is just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a conversation I didn't think we'd have today, but here we are. The STD creature versus Three Finger. That is the most ironic thing in the <laughs> world to me. I'm sorry. All right, so let's uh we're 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 just about done with round 1. So let's see who what's going on here with the final four that we have for the for round 1 on the human side. 
Oh, the fisherman from I Know What You Did Last Summer. I want to talk like about this. Thing. I'm going to vote against whoever goes against the fisherman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call it now. I, I don't you like think the Ben fisherman. is that tough? Oh, I no, I'm I'm sorry. I'm gonna like I'm going to vote for I, I'm oh. going to vote against I said that wrong. I no, I I don't like the fisherman. I and I'll admit I'm a little bit biased on this one because I read the book and it made me like the movie less. I you really, read, really hate that book with a you passion. You read the human centipede? No. <laughs> I don't think they have that, or I would have probably read that, too. No, I read I Know What You Did Last Summer, and it's, like, it, seriously, like, top five worst books I've ever read in my entire life. Isn't that, like, based on a true story? I hate that book. I don't care. I, I believe the story <laughs> is the woman who wrote the book wrote it because her daughter was killed. Yeah, she hated the movie because she said they took her book and turned it into something it absolutely was not. Well, that's they had to add a the book was like, oh, but we're okay and we love each other at the end, and also no one died in the slasher, and it's like I well, hold on, hold on, <laughs> I don't know. Mm. It, it was a very sappy ending to yeah. a very anticlimactic. I. I don't know. I, I didn't read like it because I, you know, don't read. But don't um, read that book. I don't know. And I don't know when the last time is that you watched. I don't know what you did last summer, but it's not a good movie. It's been a long time. Yeah, you might remember it as a good movie because I did, but then I rewatched it within the past year. Not a good movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think the worst part about the movie was the killer. Yeah, it's it's just a bad movie all the way around. Dr. Hyder wins. <laughs> well, he's certainly oh, smarter. Really he He's smarter than the Gordon's fisherman. Yeah. Yeah. But. Absolutely. Is he going to be able to sew his face to somebody else's ass? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, does he even really have to? I mean. You just got to get him like under the knife is the whole yeah. thing. Because he doesn't, like, he didn't take all of the people. Like, they weren't all compatible or whatever. Like, they didn't mm. all have the same blood type or whatever it was. And he, he was murdering people before he found, like, his three victims. So, I I don't know. But could he kill Ben? Yes. <laughs> I believe he ben- could. Ben's like a big tough dude, right? Like he's a big like dock working fisherman guy. He killed yeah. the two cops. The doctor's just like a little doctor. And my thing is too, like as much as I I've I've gone on for a while about how much I hate the killer and that did that's the only thing I don't like about. It. I know he did last summer, but anyway, um, it, it is a, a who done it. He did a lot of sneaking around and plotting, very Ghostface esque. I mean, that was pretty much the reason that movie came out is because of scream but <sighs> I, I don't like human centipede either so i'm not winning either way in this one <laughs> I, I don't know he might might be able to sneak his way around this guy and if it did come to face to face i don't know if the doctor like it's not like he had any um, like Edward Scissorhands, fast reflexes, and you know anything. I don't know. No, he did. He did manage to subdue three people. Yeah, but they were regular people. Well, yeah, but I, I'm just I'm just talking about what we see. 
more than three people because you know and, and the two cops and plus here's the thing is that i don't think i don't think the fisherman's creeping up on him like he's paranoid he's sure. a really paranoid guy i don't i don't think there's any way right yeah so all right so the fisherman's he he sneaks around creeps around and does his little creepy thing right and the doctor obviously surprises these people to to get them some in some way or another. I don't. He's remember got a exactly. tranquilizer gun. Uh, is that what he did? Yeah. I couldn't remember. I, it's I've seen well, the human. He centipede. drugged the girls. I initially. I've seen it once, and it was a long time ago. He did get the girls. Like he tricked them. Um, uh huh. But when he's chasing the one down who escapes, he's got a tranquilizer gun. All right, Trank Doctor wins. Tranquilizer gun wins. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Uh, although there were some cool kills, and you know, and I know you did last summer, but not as many as you think. I'm telling you, go back and watch it. That movie ain't good. <laughs> I, I've watched it recently, and yeah, you know, like I said, it had its moments here and there, but the, the killer was the worst part of that fucking movie. I stand by it. And I'm just gonna say, like I. Having admitted to being biased, I, I genuinely don't think there was anyone left who wouldn't stand at least somewhat of a shot against the fishermen. I'm not crazy that Dr. Hyder has made it, because this means we're going to have to talk about the human centipede again. But you I, I, I think centipede? he wins. <laughs> you didn't like that movie? No. I, it's, uh, I don't know. I probably like it the most out of anybody here. I've seen it more than once, which yeah. is not great. I've only, I've, I think I've only seen it once, but it, yeah, I, I laughed so hard. Like I thought it was the one of the funniest movies I'd ever seen. Like the whole thing to me was just, I felt like the doctor especially was played like an over the top, uh, evil, mad scientist, like geniusly comedic. I thought it was so funny. You and Tom Six, man. <laughs> no. Maybe the only two. No, I thought it was hilarious. Now the second one is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> and it was so bad, I didn't watch the third. Oh, yeah. If you thought the second one was bad. <laughs> I will say, the the third one, the, the one good thing that the third one did, because the second one took itself really it, too seriously. It was mm -hmm. trying to be, like, artsy and, like, yeah. all self-referential, and it, it did not succeed in that. It was horrible. At least the third one knew what it was doing was ridiculous again. They kind of like leaned back into the, oh, hey, look at yeah. the shock value, but more. And also, we're going to make a lot of dumb jokes and everything's going to be over the top. And like, at, at least the third one knew what it was doing. But it was, I think, maybe harder for me to get through than the second one. Hmm. No, I absolutely hated the second one. Oh, God, it was awful. <laughs> all, right, uh, well. all right. What do we got left here in this tournament? Um, well, the, uh, the doctor from Human Centipede just moved on, so, uh, we got, uh, we don't really have to roll for anything yet, and right at this point, because right. we have the final two from each side. Uh, and I think these are both pretty obvious choices, I hope. Probably. Uh, the Dingjing? Am I? The how? Gin. The Jin. The Jin. Okay. I tried to do a little extra there. <laughs> the Dijin from uh, Wishmaster going up against Billy from Black Christmas. The I mean, uh, Wishmaster wins. Yeah, Rob, mm. I know you love Black Christmas. But... I do love Black Christmas. I don't see how Billy kills 
Lejeune, though, at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I can't come up with a way that that happens. Bad matchup. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 the uh, gin. Yeah, there's not much to say on that one. I mean, you're talking supernatural monster practically versus you know. Yeah. Billy well, the gin is, is sort of uh, the horror. I always say this: the horror equivalent of Ernest. Because like if like the movies, you know, they play out like you've got the first one, but then there's like. The the gin goes to jail. The gin goes to college. The, it's ridiculous. But um, I, I actually those movies are better than I thought they would be when I finally did watch them a few years ago. Right. Uh, but they did. I I did crack me up that it was always like the gin in prison. The gin goes to college. It's like it's all. Ernest Scared Stupid was absolutely amazing. By the way, I just want to throw that out there. Oh yeah, dude, we should have had Ernest in this motherfucker. We should. Damn. They're taking out rubber for him. Dude, this whole <laughs> thing is bunk. All right. So, um, obviously, uh, Bill, poor Billy's out. Now, the final matchup for the human side in round one of Murder Madness is Angela Baker from Sleepaway Camp against Pamela Voorhees. This is tough because I actually wanted to see both of these women move on. I did too. I was pissed to see they were left. Yeah, to have them matched up against each other um, kind of sucked. It's got to be Pamela, though, right? So I'm I, ch- I might be changing my own mind on this one because when I I said that it was going to be really obvious for both of the last two, I was thinking in my head, no contest. Pamela Voorhees wins. Pamela Voorhees might not target Angela because she's not because uh, she's a. Uh, camper she's not, right she's a camper she's not a counselor so she might instinctively want to protect angela like and that... also angela's very clever like the kills that she devises in sleepaway camp are um intricate and interesting um you know there's the thing with the bees and uh i don't know that yeah this might not be as clear-cut as i first thought it was yeah, man, I, I really wish these two hadn't hadn't faced off against one another because I, I really like both the characters. Uh, it, it's damn it. You're you're right. It, this is a really tough matchup. Uh, and also, how the fuck are we going to have a Voorhees move on to the second round? That's not Jason. Yeah, that's some <laughs> bullshit. This is the dumbest tournament in the history of tournaments. It, it, this is the matchups, man. Uh, I will say this, though, before you guys go too much further into it. My view on this is it, it Sleepaway Camp as its entirety, Angela Baker as her entirety, they're only there because of Friday the 13th. You know, so, uh, you know, a lot of this was inspired by, I mean, Pamela Voorhees was the original killer in Friday the 13th. So, you know, will. Angela Whoa, spoiler be able alert. To, it was, yeah, right. <laughs> Will Angela be able to get over on, on Pamela like that is the real question, I think. So a lot of well a lot of the victims in the original Friday the thirteenth were not people that needed to be like gotten. I right. <laughs> like they didn't put up much of a fight. I I would like I it would be nice if we knew a little bit better what Pamela could do cuz the people in Friday the 13th were bad at fighting her. 
Like, there's the camper um, up in, like, the first death scene who's just, like, throwing empty boxes at her. Right. And it's like, that's not a good defense. I I don't know. I Empty boxes are a pretty effective weapon. Are they? <laughs> I, don't know. I can't imagine. No. Yeah, Pamela, she she also relies on a sneak attack a lot. Um, and I think because she's a she's an older woman, she also gets the jump on people because they don't. She's not somebody that you feel like you have to be on guard around. You know, like she picks up the, um, you know, what's the girl's name who's walking in the very first one that she kills, in the, uh, <clears throat> in present day, not the flashback. Um, um, Annie. Yeah, Annie gets you know gets in the car with her and she's driving and just talking because she, and she doesn't feel like she has to be on guard with this woman. Um, sort of the same thing with the first two kids as well. You know right. they they get caught uh, uh, making out in the wherever the hell they are the barn or whatever the hell that is, <laughs> and they're like, oh hey, what are you doing here? You know. Yeah. So I think it's easier for her to disarm people. Um, but Angela also has that same sort of thing. You're not afraid of a little girl either. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Angela only target people who like, you know, quote unquote, deserved it? Yeah, but I mean, so did Pamela. Right. So that's what I mean. Like, as much as Pamela might not go after Angela, I, I don't know if Angela would really go after Pamela. Either. Well, she would go after Pamela because she'd think Pamela is a bad person for killing people. But she. But if Pamela know. was already killing people, that's I, I guess that is the one thing in Pamela's favor right now is that. Like, once she starts killing people, she starts hearing Jason's voice, and then she goes crazy, and then all of her motives kind of go out the window. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just look at it. My vote's going to be with Pamela, because, you know, she's the OG. You know, the only reason Angela's even at the dance is because of Pamela, as unfair as it may be. And they're so similar, too. It's like. They're eerily similar. Right, yeah. <laughs> She's like the younger I'm breaking it down, you wouldn't think, but they really are. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see this going either way. I I don't have a problem with Pamela winning. Cat, what do you think? I I like it if Rob votes for Pamela, because then I don't have to make this decision. I'm I'm really on the fence about this one. All right, I'll vote for Pamela. That's fine. I because I, I I can I was thinking Pamela uh, initially, but a good case was made for Angela. I picture them both around the same camp killing people and they like run into each other as they're about to kill the same person. Like, what the hell are you doing here? Yeah. I think was, Pamela should adopt thing. Angela and that yeah. should be the new, that should be the remake. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. <laughs> the sleepaway camp remake. Yeah. Or maybe the next Friday the 13th film, then they could get around all those uh, <laughs> lawsuits some weird way. Maybe. Wouldn't that be know. interesting if they just, well, I mean, really, they couldn't even do that because. Part of the rights that Victor Miller has is to Pamela. God yeah, it's the damn. first movie, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Imagine if they said, fuck you, have Jason, we'll take Pamela. And there right. was a trade-off. <laughs> Imagine. Um, that would be amazing. Yeah. All right, so Pamela moves on. Her son does not. Wow. What a <laughs> weird, weird thing this has turned out to be. This coming from the one who really wanted to knock out poor Candyman. <laughs> he couldn't beat the tire. I'm sorry. You guys are crazy. The bees could beat the tire. Telekinetic tire. Nope. Couldn't beat it. God. Anyway. <laughs> well, uh, we have our round one, guys. So 
from here, everyone will be able to see what round two is going to look like, which we'll get to next week. I think we could probably get through all of round two, maybe in one episode. We should be able to, because it'll only be 16 matchups, which is what we've been doing. Oh, yeah, true. So, all right, so we'll break down round two, and um, we'll see where we go from there, because, I mean, we, we probably, I mean, we obviously could get round three could, and then finals. We could finish the whole thing. In, in the next, in the following episode. Uh, because I think that I, would only be 13 matchups left. Is that right? All I want, seriously, all I want is for Sweeney Todd and Nathan to go up against each other. I just want to have a musical <laughs> showdown. That was the only thing I wanted out of this bracket. They both made it to round two. There's still a chance. <laughs> I did think, though, I don't know if I mentioned this before or not. There is one musical I like, and that's Anna the in the Apocalypse. Oh, we should do that. Should be our Christmas movie this year. Maybe that's a really good one. I really liked that one. Yeah, as much as I hate musicals, I I did like that movie. Well, I hate to break it to you, Cap, but uh, Sweeney Todd is going to be going up against Michael Myers. Oh, next week, so. poor Sweeney Todd. Mm, not looking good. Not looking good. <laughs> uh, um, all right, so round two is set up. Uh, we have some very interesting fucking matchup. Hannibal Lecter versus Chucky? What the fuck? <laughs> all right, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> that that is a that is a bad matchup for Hannibal. I mean, mm. if you think about it. Uh, I mean, they, see that that's why, like, there's give and take with everything in life and including these, uh, the decision not to see these out. A, it would have been a lot of work for us and we were having a hard time figuring the shit out as it was. So imagine the arguments that would have caused. But I mean, the discussions alone that we've been able to have about these guys has just been fucking awesome. There wouldn't have been that many arguments about seeding it out. We could have just made notes on the spreadsheet. There would have been arguments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kat would have been mad about our, our spreadsheet placement. I just want to point out that, that tab two is still perfect. Tab two has not yet been ruined. Not yet. I could change that, though. Do I still have access to this thing? Not in the next five minutes, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still named the first annual Lord Humphrey Cup. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. God. All right, guys. So, I mean, everybody's been having a lot of fun with this, which is great. Oh, yeah. And... Yeah, I'm having a blast with it. <laughs> Everybody except us is having a lot of fun with this, which is which is awesome. And it's opened up a lot of discussion on Twitter. And we hope you guys get involved with that. So um, uh, check us out on Twitter at Slasher Radio. You can go to SlasherRadio.com where you will be able to find all our episodes, all our interviews. I and my am... sock article is there now. <laughs> Or, well, it's actually Kat's article, but uh, featuring me and my sock collection. You can you can read that at SlasherRadio.com. We're all, the Slasher Radio family's all very proud of that piece. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's the it's the redheaded stepchild of, uh, of the Slasher Radio website, that damn article. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I guess you can go there and check that out. I don't even know anymore. Um, I am working on the damn video for last week's episode. So hopefully by the time this is, this episode comes out, go to youtube.com forward slash slash radio. You'll be able to hear 
uh, just our segment, um, you know, not news and everything else in there. And a little bit, you know, I'm not, I'm not the best at these video things, but damn it, man, the motherfucker's coming out nice. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I wish you'd hurry it up. It's taking forever. Dirty (laughs) bastard. Unbelievable. You got me arguing about Candyman versus Rubber at three something in the morning. I could have been, I mean, that's 10 minutes gone forever. Mm. Anyway, so um, yeah, go go check that out on YouTube. You'll be able to if you follow us on Twitter, you'll be able to find it on there. Direct link to it. Um, I'm at Mikey's Dead on Twitter. You can also check us out on Twitch, to uh, Twitch TV dot uh, forward slash slash your radio. Uh, I haven't been too active on there. I'm gonna try and fix that. But um, yeah, that's it for me. So Rob, where are they catching you? I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob one two three. You can also listen to my other show, This Horror Life, which you can find wherever you're listening to Slash Radio. Well, you can find me on Twitter at at cat underscore velour v o l e u r. I did an episode of the Geeked Out podcast, which you can also uh, find them on Twitter. Um, and if you can understand any... what the hell they're talking about, let me know. <laughs> Uh, if you guys would like to suggest that Rob take a quick D and D course, that's also fine. Uh, um, oh you can also. Um, Are you teaching this course, Cat? Yes, I am. That would be <laughs> so bad for both of us. <laughs> uh, I, but you're gonna give me space on your new podcast network, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. The D and D podcast. See. Yeah, we'll see. 5e101 if rob's podcast network features cat trying to teach rob dungeons and dragons you guys will make <laughs> fucking billions I can tell you that right now. uh and also uh don't forget to check out blood binge over on youtube uh by the time this episode releases we'll have a friday the 13th episode up uh we just rank the moral spectrum of, of good to evil in regards to horror characters and it's a lot of fun really cool videos over there so check those out absolutely did you uh speaking of morals on friday the 13th did you happen to mention in that video that you voted poor jason out for round one i no. Uh, oh, nope. okay. <laughs> just, just check it. um all right guys that's it for this week we'll be back next week with round two of the murder madness tournament good night from slasher radio all the best with Flasher Radio Podcast.